Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Well, blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today. We're continuing on through the Gospel of Mark, and remember where we left off in the previous episode. Jesus had just given the parable of the uh, vine growers and the parable of the uh, man who had established this great vineyard and left it there. And he ended it with uh, uh, speaking to the religious rulers, hey, don't you know about the stone who the builders rejected that it became the chief cornerstone? Remember that? And he was addressing this to the religious rulers, and they knew it. And they were wanting to seize him, but they feared the people. And because they understood that this parable was about them, so they just left Jesus and went away. That's how Mark left it in Mark 12, verse 12. And so they left him and went away. Now, we're at verse 13 of Mark chapter 12. Uh, listen to this. Then they sent some of the Pharisees and Herodians to him in order to trap him in a statement. So we would do well, particularly in this passage right here, to make sure we check out Matthew, Mark, and Luke. And, you know, we actually did that. We went through Matthew several months ago. And uh, in Matthew, we did a lot of the cross-references with the Gospels. And Mark, I haven't done as much, but I do it from time to time. And this is a time where it's sort of worthy. Because uh, Luke, listen to what Luke had to say about this. It says this, So they watched him and sent spies who pretended to be righteous, in order that they might catch him in some statement so that they could deliver him to the rule and authority of the governor. Well, boy, that, that tells you a whole lot more about what the context is, is it not? What the motivation of all this is. Listen to what Matthew says. Then the Pharisees went and plotted together how they might trap him and what he said. And they sent disciples to him, okay? So we, we get a lot fuller uh, understand, understanding when we look at all the Gospels. The Pharisees were hacked off about what Jesus had just done, so they left. They're plotting together, and their plot was, how can we entrap him? Okay, Mark says the same thing. Luke shows us their mindset. They're going to send spies, and these spies are pretending to be righteous. And the reason they're pretending to be righteous is to where they can catch him in some statement. They're wanting to trip him up. And they want to trip him up in that statement to where they can deliver him to the rule and authority of the governor. So that tells you what kind of statement they were looking for. Okay? The rule and authority of the governor, that would be a political statement. That wouldn't be a religious statement per se. Well, that's the reason. In Matthew, it says that the Pharisees were plotting this together. And Mark said that the Pharisees and Herodians came to him. The Herodians, the party of Herod, that's the political party. So here you have the main religious party working hand in glove with a political party with the agenda of sending these spies in, pretending to be all righteous and everything, but they're wanting to catch him in a statement. And they're wanting to catch him in a statement that of a political thing that would be against Herod to where they could deliver him to the rule and the authority of the governor. What was their ultimate outcome? Well, they wanted to seize him. They wanted to do away with him. So now they're trying to figure out some way to do this. Folks, same thing happens today. Same exact type of mindset, same exact kind of thing. Uh, 
it is the uh, it's February 2022 at the time I'm doing this, okay? And there are things that some of us had known about for about the last two and a half or three years that are just now coming out into the public where people are, are seeing that these things were true, that you weren't just some nut about this. And it's the same exact type of thing, okay? the same thing, how political and religious rulers and scientists, quote unquote, have been working hand in glove to bring not only individual people down, but to literally bring down nations of the world and to literally eradicate a huge portion of mankind. We see the same thing happen today. Now, let's go back to Mark. Verse 14, chapter 12 says this. They came and said to him, to Jesus, Teacher, we know that you are truthful and defer to no one, for you are not partial to any, but teach the way of God in truth. And so they come along, and as members, the Pharisees, along with the Herodians, and they say, we know that you're truthful. We know that you don't defer to anybody. You know, okay. And, you know, <laughs> you want to say, if you watch the old Seinfeld show, remember how they go yada, yada, yada? Yada is actually the Hebrew word that means to know, which means you know, you know, you know, like that. And so they come along with these you knows. We know that you're truthful. We know that you defer to no one. We know that you're not partial. We know that you teach the way of truth. Well, if you know all that, then why are you trying to set him up? Why are you acting the way you do? Well, they're just lying through their teeth, okay? They're trying to ingratiate themselves to him and particularly to the people that are standing there listening to it, okay? They're wanting to come across as if they have a totally legitimate question, that they are honest and sincere in their questioning about this. So what's the question? They go and set it up this way. Then they say this. Is it lawful to pay a poll tax to Caesar or not? Is it lawful, okay? Is it allowed to pay a poll tax? And then they push it, okay? It says, shall we pay or shall we not pay? I think they sort of crossed the line right there when Mark gave us that account right there. Shall we pay or shall we not pay? <laughs> you can see that, there, that there's a sense of desperation there. There's a sense of really, really wanting to make the point. They, they, they lost all subtlety right here. You know, Jesus knew what they were talking about. The people knew what they were talking about. But they really wanted to drive home the point, particularly in front of the people. Shall we pay or shall we not pay? You know, they wanted to, to nail him on that. In other words, we don't want you to obfuscate here, Jesus. We want a yes, no answer here. Matthew gives a little more insight to it because they said this, according to Matthew. Tell us then, what do you think? Is it lawful to give a poll tax to Caesar or not? In other words, is it allowed by the law of God, by the Old Testament, the Pentateuch, by the Word of God, is it lawful to do this? And they would say, what do you think? Now, people ask that question all the time. Uh, we ask it of one another. You know, what do you think? What do you think about this? Uh, and that's okay. That's good. But more often than not, they're asking that from the perspective of being argumentative, of being defensive, of trying to set you up. And a lot of times it's not, it's not intentional, okay? It really isn't. They're, they're wanting to defend what they think they know when they do that. So what do you think? What do you think? 
And, uh, and, and y'all know what I do when I get one of these, what do you, what do you think things? And I try to be careful with it. I'm not always successful. Okay. I try to be careful to not come across like some jerk because I want to speak this truth to him and I want people to see something, but I don't want to you know, sound obnoxious when I say it. Really, if you come up and ask me, well, what do you think about this? I'm going to say this in some form or fashion. If I know you real well, if we're in Bible studies and if we've got an ongoing conversation for years, I'm just going to be blunt. Okay? And as a matter of fact, I've been so blunt through the years with folks like that that they won't even ask this now because they know what I'm going to say. <laughs> okay? But if I don't know, if I don't know you real well, I try to be a little more sensitive, you know, you know, tell me what you think. Here's the answer. It really doesn't matter what I think. The question is, what is the mind of the Lord related to the issue? What is the mind of the Lord related to, is it lawful for us to pay a, a, a poll tax to Caesar or not? It's not what you think. That shows they're trying to set him up, trying to do something. But what, does the, what is the Lord's mind? And that's where we always go back, you know, what does the Lord say in his word about these things? And I tell you what, folks, this is something that's so, so important. Uh, that we keep in the forefront of our mind. What does the Lord think? Not what I think. Now, I know people mean that sometimes, okay? But I want to guide their mind and guide their thoughts that way. But I'll tell you what, there's a lot of folks that get greatly offended and get mad when you do that. You'll be amazed at how many people that are very religious, the very religious, when you say, well, it's really not, you know, it shouldn't be what we think and what I think. What does the Lord have to say about it? And they'll always go, oh, yeah, 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 you're going to quote the Bible at us. But, you know, we need, we got to make a decision. That's the mindset so often. Well, I tell you what, my time is totally up. We'll have to pick this up in the next episode, okay? I'll see y'all then. Bye-bye.